0: Hello and welcome to episode 61 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast. Today we're back to RPG Basics and talking about how to build an awesome party. Welcome to the 61st episode of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast. I'm Brian Ennis. I'm Aaron Vinsky. And I'm Joe Lewin. And you two have been competing for who's going to go second. Have we? Well, you seemed really eager. Last last week, in last week's episode, Joe upset the natural order of things <laughs> and went before Aaron. And poor Aaron looked like you'd shat in his pocket. Yeah. You deprecated
1: all <laughs> over tradition, which I'd normally be well up for, but not when, it not when it's be. your tradition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: no i will i will um, and that's why the left have no power i
2: have to decided to do it intermittently to <laughs> okay. the element of surprise ah, so we get that same shocked face
0: every time <laughs> yeah we should we'll try and get a photo of it and yeah. include it on the uh, on the thing um yes um welcome to the third episode of our rpg basic series where we take you through the basics of playing tabletop role playing games and having fun pretending to be other people with your friends um, but today we're going to focus on party building Is this like <laughs>
2: when in Goblin Quest we went and got some sweets And then we went and got a pumpkin and Our we party
0: and... created a party <laughs> mm. A party through a party? A party through a party and mm. Not over a bridge like usual yeah. Over a bridge, off a bridge, mm. fucking hell Well no, I mean, if you it at the bottom You could throw a whole party over a bridge Yes, That's plausible We yeah. did throw a party, we stuck it on a catapult and chucked it over the walls that is how it ended we ended with a pun (laughs) go back and listen to it It it's funny um first of all though a word from our sponsors uh today's episode is brought to you by the by the uh, today's episode really yeah Uh, fuck off (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's hard enough talking without you looking at me um
2: that might stay.
0: <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the number sixty-one. It's a very important time in any girl's life when she turns sixty-one, like our podcast just has. Is that sixty one? Are you aware this isn't fucking Sesame Street? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool. Do I need to get in a bin? I like big birds and i not that. I wouldn't imagine you you I'd be Oscar the Grouch You'd be the Snuffleupagus. I, I just looked like I live in a bin, though. That was That's a was good going. point, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you could be like a guest star that they say it's okay to be homeless. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's different. <laughs> <laughs> Which Sesame Street character would uh, would Aaron be? Don't tickle me there. Uh, don't tickle me, <laughs> Elmo. Sexually upset, <laughs> Elmo, Elmo. Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. Um, I just uh, I just thought uh, we'd talk about the number 61 for a second. Why? Um, Because um, I was looking for humorous material in order to kickstart the podcast with a bang. Um, And I found out that 61 is a Keith number. Why does anyone care about
1: that? That's the exact number of Keiths that are in existence at any one period of time. (laughs) The moment one dies, someone gets
0: renamed. Keith is reborn. Why would you... Oh, look at little baby Keith. Uh, You have to be born at 50 in a bar (laughs) with a chipped glass of the cheapest bitter that they serve. I I don't... I just thought it was funny that, you know, you've got like Fibonacci numbers and Prime numbers and all these different... And then Keith numbers. Well, it just made me laugh. It's been really cold in here, hasn't it? it has. <laughs> so a Keith number. <laughs> you look really upset. I just um, don't care. It, uh, Keith number recurs in a Fibonacci like sequence started from its base 10 uh, digits. So 6 plus 1 is 7. 1 plus 7 is 8. 8 plus 15 is 23. 23 plus 15 is 38. 38 plus 23 is 61. That's what makes it a Keith number. And how is that applicable to anything? How much of maths is applicable to anything
2: anyway? And I ask again, or possibly for the first time, depending on how much of this we've cut out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck do people care? I just thought it was interesting. I just thought people might want to learn something about maths as well as roleplay. I or think they're just...
2: all far more interested in the idea of me living in a bin That's a good point. than numbers adding together Maybe. randomly
1: to do stuff. Maybe he's planning on designing a party around these numbers. Yes. Sorry, so our stats spread has to follow the key sequence. Yes.
2: Oh, I need new friends.
1: <laughs> <laughs> cool. So that it's... actually made me slightly excited. I was like, ooh, that's nerdy. I
0: really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, today we're going to talk about party building, building an awesome party. What is a party in a role-play game, gentlemen? Explain to the lovely people at home, lest they know not about what we talk.
1: It's a group of people like us that are just better at things that happen to want to do the same thing. Or...
2: So your the party is your, your group of adventurers, generally, um, if we're talking about it from a standard uh, D&D-type perspective. Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Yes. I'll be your sub. Audio subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. That won't be confusing. <laughs>
2: um, you you will find the same thing nowadays. So I, I I would say, actually, you're pro- we're probably moving to a point where we don't need to explain them with things like party. Possibly, because yeah. Because it's what you now form when all of your friends get together on the Xbox or PlayStation and play games. Oh, do yeah. they call them a party? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you join a party. Okay. So it's probably something people get. I mean, obviously, it's not quite as... E- Exactly linked, um, but if you do play any MMOs or anything like that, obviously it's a term you'll be familiar with. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it is It is your group of people, uh, your group of player characters, that will be um, adventuring, running around, being scared, getting shot at together.
0: Yeah. Yes, so why is it a good idea, first of all, I pose to you, uh, to try to build something coherent? Why not just everyone go off, make a character, bring them to the table, and just play?
1: because the GM would be doing like six different campaigns all at the same time potentially
2: yes um, also six fighters who struggle to have
1: a conversation with the
2: local, <laughs> local, <laughs> local townsman, or, or get out of a locked room <laughs> yeah. um six wizards yeah. might not be able to arm wrestle that orc yeah etc um Six fighters would be great until someone gets stabbed, and then not having a healer would suck. So, because there are a vast uh, variety
0: of roles available in most role playing games. Yeah. Now, with something like Dungeons and Dragons, which I think is where the, the term sort of originates, mm. there are clearly defined roles for each character. Yes. Your fighter is not going to be casting magic spells, your cleric is not going to be much use at all apart from as a walking band-aid uh, yeah. your rogue will be good at being roguish and not too much else you can multi-class and there are extra classes you can go yeah, into that yeah. fill weird niches uh, within the, the game but they those kind of games gen, genuinely generally steer you towards building a coherent sort of party other games use that sort of system quite often but a lot of games these days don't Mm. Yeah.
2: Um, I think it's it's an easily identifiable system. Yes. Um, and I think that kind of people might
1: stick to it to try and ease people in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, subsequently, it's why it can be a bit dull if you've been playing it for a while.
2: Yeah. I mean, Newton, as something we've been talking about quite a lot, mm-hmm. is a good example because it does and it doesn't. Mm. Um, as the. Party fighter, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, you've got stuff that allows you to defend multiple times. Ooh. So, ideally, a big swarm of people run out right? and you can go, "Ah, no, yeah. off, and survive for longer. Yeah. Um, so you would, by that system, be playing the... Um, Paladin or tanked. Well, the, the, the tank, which I'll, we'll get onto later. Yeah. A, a
0: the idea thing. of a tank comes from MMO, MMO, MMO games, games. Yeah. Um, where it's the guy that sits at the front, draws all of the enemy's attention, and can take loads of damage, can loads of damage or can take a lot of hits because they miss. Rather they will than
2: manage that. their aggro levels to make sure that, other, that the mobs aren't attacking other members of the
0: party. <laughs> Do I owe you £15 a month now?
2: <laughs> yes. Aww, um Shucks. <laughs>
0: So yeah, you still never played an MMO, by the way. No,
2: I know, we'll get to it though. <laughs> I've been I'm researching ones that will work. Okay. Um, yeah, the the tank it, it's an MMO term. Um sp- and we're going to cover how MMOs and RPGs kind of link in together a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but for for Mutant, where well, we've got Aaron that would t- typically be playing that tank role, mm-hmm. it's not actually what happens. No. Yeah. Our scavenger who
0: would be uh, we're trading hermit essentially as a as well, I'm, I'm a merchant that in other games would be left in town to fend for myself yeah but
2: in this game <laughs> you
0: stand at the front turn like a part tree yeah and they disarm me so i pull another weapon out of my giant sack of doom yeah, yeah. And hit them with that with yeah. your forearms and it's yeah madness yeah so these are these are other games can be more freeform i mean we've played systems like gurps uh or cthulhu that are percentage based um in their nature and therefore a lot of the times just, you just chuck loads of points into things. Yeah. Mm. So you're not restricted in what you can take necessarily. Yeah. Um, we've played, yeah, Cthulhu does that. We're also looking at starting Polaris. We are. Which we're just sort of in the, the process of creating some characters for at the
2: moment. We are genuinely at the point that this podcast is covering. We are discussing what would make a
0: decent party and what we're doing going forward yes which is actually where the idea for this originally came from because it was seeing you guys talking back and forth and me as dm going i shall monitor this but their work seems productive they make it (laughs) (laughs) it's the teacher in me coming out um yeah we're at that at that kind of point and that's a very freeform system Mm. you can go in all sorts of crazy directions or go very much down one route and be amazing at, at one particular uh, thing. Now, no matter what system you're playing, um, I think it's the idea is in in any kind of good RPG that your GM will have listened to our first episode about how to run a game, yeah. and will know that it's important for every character to be able to take the spotlight and to contribute to what's going on. Now, unless it's Colin. Unless it's, then he ruins things. Colin Sneal's the spotlight, no matter what you give him. Yeah. We gave him a, a cat with no social skills and a trolley, a trolley <laughs> and he became everyone's favourite character because he talked to his own regurgitated furball that he named Barry. <laughs> so, you know, some people, and this is that thing of, you want this to happen mechanically, but yeah, also yeah. there's a role play aspect to creating yes. a good balanced party. And yeah. This is the the tricky thing, I think. We talk about RPGs, is the things got fork off in different directions. Yeah, yeah. Um, So, talking at the moment from sort of a mechanical base, we want to have everyone be able to do something that is unique to them. It makes you feel good about having your character in the spotlight doing that thing that they're really good at. Now, in say in in mutant we've mostly had characters that we've had some characters that will take the spotlight in combat we've got some really weak characters that don't fight Mm. yeah if you're playing dungeons and dragons everyone contributes to combat because a lot of the game is combat yeah but they contribute in slightly different ways whereas in mutant you could have a character that isn't combat based at all yeah um and will be hiding in a bin during the combat yeah with joe Got oh, a laser gun.
2: It's brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I mean, if you're creating a party, I mean, ideally, then the GM needs to convey what sort of game it is you're going to be playing. Yes. You can be playing a combat-heavy sort of thing, or you can be more talky. Yeah, because so, yeah. it's no good having a big team of fighters and mages if you're going to be walking doing a diplomacy mission in the local townships. Yeah. Likewise, if
2: you have been following this and you have built your own world and you are building your own adventure, if the entire party wants to play a group of fighter and mages. Don't fill everything with traps. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yeah. And this is a bit of give and take. Yes. Um, and this is why initially the 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 party building should begin before the role play starts. Yeah. Um, and it should be a two way communication with the the DM um, who lets you know what kind of game they're playing or mm-hmm. running and what kind of game you what kind of things they'd expect you to be able to do. Now this is really a really interesting um, thing, and we talked about this a bit more in the running of the game because. I have on occasion, there's some really good bits and pieces online, uh, but I have on occasion just thrown a questionnaire at the players and gone, what would you want to do? Mm. Um, How would you like this to play? Do you prefer combat or diplomacy? Put an X somewhere on the line or mark it at five. Or, um, you know, you want to be really, really, really super powered and be amazing. Or do you want to be average people in a shitty world and therefore be sort of underpowered Um, and sort of structured things around that and that has allowed me to focus the game around what the characters want to do but it's equally valid for the GM to go right I really want to play a game that's like this I've bought the source book, I've got the material, I've written it whatever and What do you think? Yeah, we like the sound of that. Cool. What do you want to play? So I'm
2: glad you mentioned that um, because I was thinking of like anecdotal things from our role-playing past. Yes. When these sort of things have happened. I remember once we went, cool, we're going to do this campaign where you're playing as vampires and you're in charge of things and there's humans that are slaves and food and there's werewolves that are slaves and guards. And we had one player sort of turn around and go, I want to be a werewolf. And it's like, well, no, you can't. you, You can't do that. It doesn't fit because you will just be battered around and backhanded by the vampire. No one will, like, that's not there's fun. No. That is not fun for you. Yeah,
1: there's no way of integrating you into the party as such.
2: Yeah, yeah. as opposed to, or you yeah. carry a thing. Yeah. Um, and so, the, like you said about it being give and take, it can't yeah. just be, I want to do this. If you're playing in a really low magic world, yeah. um, such as those in Joe like, Abercrombie's books and stuff, yeah. you don't want to have a player coming along going, I am a sorcerer. Yeah. cool well you can but it might be a case that if anyone sees you use that magic they will murder you
0: yes yeah. so you might not have quite as much fun with it as you thought yeah yeah um we've done all sorts of um different ways of getting the part of getting sort of the party coherence because if you're all starting the the thing together your characters don't just begin the moment you sit down at the table they have that backstory yeah, yeah. and one of the things i really like doing as a dm is getting the group to build a shared backstory mm. um i've done this a couple times with uh, once with D and once for pathfinder uh which are essentially very similar because uh, it was DD 3.5 yeah um i said right you are all young adults on the cusp of becoming adults um there is an event um, that is held where everyone essentially kind of graduates and becomes an adult. And it's mm. like a day of feasting and game playing and pledging allegiance to the King. Donald oh, Trump. <laughs> Why did I say that? That was weird. Um, <laughs> and you, you do all that. And then you are, you are going to go off and become adventurers because it's Pathfinder stroke D D. Yep. So you're all from roughly the same area. You've known each other since you were kids. You've been in the same school um what what do you want to do who who do you want to be how do you know each other and got the players to create a shared background yeah yeah now this worked really really well both times i did it because mm. we had characters that were related like mm. literally we had twin brothers in one, at one and mm. um someone else was their cousin yeah um we had a shared history. So the players get to go, Oh, well, I'm thinking of playing someone like this and I'm playing someone like this. Or what about if we don't necessarily get on and we kind of joke, but we mean it and it's a bit bitter. Um, and you know, sort of building in a little bit of tension or conflict to, yeah. to make the role play yeah, yeah. pop. Um, or oh, do you remember that time we went swimming and I, oh, um, I got caught by the, on some weeds and I was going to drown and you rescued me. Ah, oh, you've been my best friend ever since. Yeah. All these like little, little things that were, that, tie your character together you can have a bit of fun and sort of learn and almost like test run your character by going "Yeah, oh this thing happened so what did we do and then that happened and then that happened yeah. and I was going to say because it can be really hard to kind of you, even if you've written a background
1: history for your character and you've got them all rolled out you look at them and go I don't actually know how this is going to feel when I'm playing it yeah is it until you've actually done something with that character that you understand true, their
0: true motivations behind everything yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and what and was yeah? What was also great is that the characters were conceived to be friends. Yes. yes. Therefore, and this is something we'll probably come on to in more detail later, but it cut down on that inter-party conflict mm. because Jeff might be being a dick, but, but it's Jeff. But it's Jeff, and he's always a dick, and he's our dick. So leave him alone. Yeah. You, I can, I can be mean to him, but you can't, stranger. In, and interestingly as well, it, it, it's something that
2: mutant does. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Because uh, you are all from the same place. You've all known each other. You've all grown up together, you know. Yeah, um, Year Zero definitely yeah. does Well, Year Zero, in the yes.
1: Um, Gen Lab, Not no. Not so much. There is, like I was going to say, there's a slight cravat to that background history. If one of the player characters does die, it can be a bit difficult sometimes to bring in a new player
0: character. Yeah, that's and tricky, yeah. Unless
1: something like Mutant, where you've got the year zero, you want to share
0: the shared community.
1: Yeah. 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 So the others are going to have known about you. You can build a little bit of something before you quite start playing, but it's yeah. not unheard of. You suddenly join them.
0: I've, I've had, well, we've had in uh, year zero yeah. where someone, a character has gone and then someone's gone, oh, can I be that NPC? Because
1: mm. yeah, yeah. he
0: got on with the party that when NPC he was in the party. spotlight. Yeah. yeah. And you bring them in. Um, but yeah, um, player death and bringing someone new into an existing thing is something we'll move on to in a bit, but yeah. it can be really tricky. Yeah. You're right. So, yeah, creating a shared background can be really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't all do it together and you've got two characters that have ventured together that meet up with some other people or similar. Yeah. Um, one thing I, I did do with Call of Cthulhu is you all started as strangers. You didn't know, yeah. know each other. But you had inherited a house together from someone. One of you knew that person and the other ones had, like, no idea who he was. What? Yeah. Yeah. But what I did as a DM is I tied your backgrounds together without you knowing it. So I mm. talked through your backgrounds and then I kind of weaved a couple of weird events together, um, so that you discovered a shared background,
1: mm. which
2: is really interesting to play through because yeah, you you learn about it as your character learns about it, yeah, and yeah. that's kind of it adds a little bit of the relatableness to it all, which can help yeah. a lot in these kind of situations. Yeah. I mean, we have the similar thing when me and Dave joined in the Rise of the Rood campaign. Yeah. He was your character's brother. Yes. Um, but my paladin had found him and gone, stop being a little thief, come on. Let's, let's make you behave.
0: <laughs> I will deliver to your sister. She is in the church, therefore she must be a good person. Yeah, and so...
2: It, there was So we had that little bit of shared thing, you had a shared thing, and it, it tied it all
0: in a little bit nicer. We had a lot of looking at each other and rolling our eyes as Dave fell off of a roof again. <laughs> and again. And again.
2: And then, that, then he jumped off once. Yeah.
0: yeah. No, ghosts made him do it, didn't they? He
2: still
0: jumped. Yeah, he still jumped. <laughs> um, Worse. <laughs> <laughs> Learn to will save. But, <laughs> I mean, good.
2: but little ties like that can be really good. Because yeah, yeah. it was a good excuse for the party to just trust us. Yes. It was a family member of one party member and then he could vouch for my character and everything was fine. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, We can talk a little bit about what to do if your character dies, because what happens, especially if you're playing Dungeons and Dragons, Mm. I am the party healer and I am slain in battle. And for whatever reason, I'm not immediately reincarnated. Cause D&D does that, yeah. Uh, but, but probably to avoid this exact problem. Maybe, yeah. That's, oh, I hadn't thought about it. Like, That's yeah, quite good. Yeah. I always thought it was just because because crazy magic. People, yeah, and people got attached to their characters, and. But actually, it does solve the problem we're just about to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, but it is nice to. <sighs> I don't like that because I think it takes away a lot of the risk. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If everyone dies, then your remains I, will I, just sit and rot. But I quite liked.
2: I like taking away resurrection but keeping reincarnation. I think that's an interesting way of doing things. Yes.
0: I did once have a a player who got really, really upset because I reincarnated him as a different race. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, but that was meant to be a plot thing. You were meant to go and try and find out how to become what you are. No, they're just annoyed with me. Life is hard. I don't want to be a kobold. <laughs> so I remember one of our players. He he, he was a, a half orc barbarian, and he hated elves. So I made him an elf. <laughs> I made him I made him roll the dice, and I went <laughs> <"It's> an elf. <laughs>
2: Did he actually roll an elf? No. Of
0: no. course <laughs> <laughs> well, not. I pretended. Yes. Because yes. I'm I'm the DM, and the, the DM's will is law. Yes. <laughs> and we'll be obeyed Sometimes. as long as everyone's having fun. Um, <laughs> otherwise, there'll be a revolt, a little bit of murder, a little bit of sadness. We'll go back to flicking uh, dice around. Pots, yeah. 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 I'm getting really good at flicking <laughs> dice into pots. We might have to do a video explaining all the games, like the meta games, the sub games within games when everyone else is having a scene and the two of you are doing something just sat opposite each other with some <laughs> ramekins and some dice. <laughs> just to clarify, is isn't sexual in any way. <laughs> Sadly not. Um, yeah, so the, the, the problem that I came to about two minutes ago is that you're the party healer, you die. You need a new character, but the party needs a healer. Yes. Without the healer, the party can't be healed. It's lost that role, it needs that thing. Now, Ugh. yeah. It's in, tricky. In D. There's a few things you could do. Yeah. Um,
2: you, if you were, if you were the cleric, for example. Yeah. Um, you you could come back as a druid. Yeah. They can do healing. Yeah. Shit at it, but they can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, I think, that's the problem. Um, yeah. Something you have, something that's interesting. Again, I'm going to make that slight NMO comparison again. Um, I'm going to use. Uh, World of Warcraft as the main comparison and okay. I know you're all groaning about it at home and <laughs> damn you zombie bastards but <laughs> in there that you've, you've
0: got Rebels. priests
2: druids um, and something else that can heal yeah uh, and they can all do they all do it in a slightly different way um, some use shielding some use burst some use healing over time yeah um, uh, shamans there we go but they're all balanced enough to fill the same role, and that's something you don't normally get in the pen and paper thing. Yes, which is yeah. what funnels you into, I think the thing you were going yeah. to just say, that you don't want to have to just play the same.
0: Class. It, it became a cliche of, "Oh no, our fighter has died." And they're walk, walking through the forest and another man in clanky armor steps out from behind a tree in a slightly different colored cloak and goes, yeah. Hello, I am a fighter in need of an adventuring party. <laughs> oh, we lost our party Our party fighter. His name was Torvald. What is your name? I am Borvald. <laughs> and, it, you know, it's kind of that... that Yes. yes cheesy <laughs> thing
2: which uh, to be honest if that works for your group like <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not saying don't do that no um if, if it's if it works mm. or you if you hold the fucking second it doesn't really matter <laughs> yeah
0: yeah but well, i would find it would destroy the immersion yeah if, me. if but that's because we play in a certain way yeah so
1: yeah. i don't know i mean part of me'd also feel a bit typecast are oh, cool. I get to do this role again. It's like I've got to yeah. try something new. I've died.
0: Yeah, wrong. Oh, it's quite nice to stretch your wings and fly away. Um, to be a different kind of character sometimes, isn't it? Demonic or
1: angelic, angelic, from what you're saying, but yes, yeah, to try something new. Um, you could be a
2: sorcerer, paladin, dragon, disciple, and also gain wings and fly away. <laughs> that was very fun,
1: yes,
0: for me.
2: <laughs> Not that, for the that was a tank. That
0: was, a, that was a tank. Did you ever get your armour class up to 50? I believe
2: if I was using my Smite Evil, yep. um, the highest I could get to was 53.
0: Oh, Jesus. Uh, anyone that plays, um, doesn't play Pathfinder or DD 3.5... dumb. Um, <laughs> you roll a 20-sided dice and add on a number to hit. Now, a... Uh, an average human, say say a, say a town guard with a little bit of training, yeah, um, who's good with his sword, he and might add strong-ish. yeah, he might add five or six to that roll, yeah. which means that on a twenty-sided dice, he'd have had to roll forty-seven, <laughs> only if he was evil, oh, if he was evil, if, if he was, he was a bad guard on yeah. the take, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been reading L.A. Confidential. I know these kinds of people exist.
2: Um, <laughs> um, I got to the point where if we weren't fighting a boss type level encounter, uh, it was natural twenties as a critical hit was the only way to hit
0: me. Yeah, with uh, at high levels, the things that were trying to hit us were adding twenty thirty to uh, to their dice roll and yeah, still not hitting. Yeah, you. Um, I I soloed that dragon encounter. Yes, while Rob kind of buzzed around behind me. <laughs> Like a, like a pretty humming, hummingbird he died a lot in that he did yeah yeah that was that was when
2: we all split up because we because we by this point we we're all that good at Pathfinder
0: <laughs> that we could all solo
2: encounters <laughs> yeah
0: unless we're colin ran up to the other ranger i do think we should yeah we, sh- we should do some kind of um how to cope if your piece if the pcs are massively overpowered <laughs> um
2: punish punish, punish
0: yes punish them um, yeah so what do you recommend then to to avoid so we've said you know we can avoid that by playing something that takes a similar role yeah yes uh one thing i've seen is if someone else isn't enjoying their character or would like to try something new mm. you no know, doesn't completely destroy what's going on uh you can basically both your other character can bow out yeah I don't know, my character goes, oh, my God, my friend is dead. This adventuring life is too tough. I'm going to go live up a mountain and fish salmon out of streams. Why have I turned into a bear? I don't know. Bad analogy. Ah, druid, yeah. And then, you know, two players can, two two players leave, two players enter. (laughs) You're almost exchanging roles at that point. Yeah, you can swap over Um, the roles that way. Do we want to quickly clarify
2: what the roles in a party generally are? Well, just if, because there might be people going, oh, well, if you're exchanging roles, because
0: there's different different games have different roles. This is yeah, the thing. There is normally in, in a Dungeons and Dragons style game. A, well, I was going to go for the the basic level and then.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, up. yeah, yeah, sure. So the basic level would be your typical MMO holy trinity as it is.
0: Yeah. Um, uh, God, Jesus, and a ghost. Yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> if you've filled all those three roles, other people can fuck about. Um, and then a dog runs in and rips the face of the Holy Ghost off. And it's, and it's old man McMuggins who owns the theme park. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't happen. Sorry, Joe. Carry on.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so your your typical three main roles are playing as a tank. So you stand there and you take the damage to stop other people doing so. <laughs> your healer, which generally, if the tank does his job well, keeps the tank alive. Yeah. And then you have people doing damage. Yes. Um, And you can split D&D parties
0: down into those three things. Yeah, pretty much. And then because a role-play game also has other things happening, it then adds on the skill monkey, the rogue that might be the one that chats people up, disarms the traps, and sells the loot for lots of money because it can bluff, bluff, bluff the stupid Mm. merchant.
2: Yeah, or a bit bit
0: of (laughs) hip-pocketing and this kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. So... and that is probably the four main roles you would have i would to be honest, I would argue you could probably take the uh, damage out of that and say so you want someone that can do things, yep. someone that can heal and someone that can take a punch. Yes, yep. probably your main three roles when it comes to d and d, yeah yeah, because in d and d everything is combat based, everyone can contribute. Yeah, yeah. Um you would add in with D and D actually the fourth role in there instead of damage would probably be a magic user.
0: Yeah, the damage output actually isn't generally the fighter, the fighter is the one that takes the damage mm. or holds up lots of enemies. Yes. It would be the sorcerer throwing a fireball and doing 66 damage yep. five times to all the to eat you know to a group of enemies yeah. and, and yeah. causing I mean hundreds of points of chaos
2: you can you can add in things like uh again I'm using MMO uh terminology but crowd control stuff yeah so someone that can go no you can't move and keep people in place while we mop up the, yeah uh, yeah the murdering um there's there's a lot of different avenues you can take yeah. I mean that's the thing with and the the Variety of stuff available means that once you've filled, and I think we've done this before a lot of times creating the party. Yeah, have we got one of these? We got a tank, yeah, healer, yeah, someone with skills, yeah, someone that Mm. can use magic a bit. But actually, you can normally get away with the rogue doing that, and then everyone else gets to go. Cool, I can play something a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when
0: we've been playing mutant, we've had. going for year zero because I think things are more clearly defined in that you have your stalker who can help you get through the zone you're going to have to go through the zone you have to explore the post-apocalyptic wasteland that your mutants live in and they are absolutely vital for not dying horribly but I just want to grow plants yeah um they or not no No, not allowed that that never happened you never really got there no the garden got burnt down I'm sad (laughs) Um, You had, again, fighting-type roles in there. But you also had people that were able to scavenge or people that are able to trade for lots of resources because yes. survival is a key part of the game. Yeah, those kinds of things were much more, more so important. Than most as yeah, well than and in that you also had kind of a division between maybe someone that was good at long range fighting with guns, mm-hmm. which were powerful but bullets were scarce and used as currency, yeah. or someone that could run over and hit stuff, but Put had to get there. Way. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, the, I, I really liked. definition between the two in in year zero. Yeah. Because uh I played someone that was shooting stuff for a while. Yeah. And was almost kind of agonizing every time I loaded essentially a gold coin into my (laughs) game. Yeah,
0: Yeah, you will fire it's better fucking (laughs) hit. Yeah, you don't want to fire your treasure. Yeah. uh, Because we talk about sort of levelling up and getting better experience is one thing but material possessions and treasure and the power that it brings is another um so you don't want to fire off something that you've earned yeah but then again you might need to to survive i'm thinking of when we played cthulhu actually what were the roles that you took in cthulhu a lawyer i think i was yeah because cthulhu i mean the new edition of cthulhu has like 40 different Archetypes that you can uh, play that that help you, you get more skill points for certain areas yeah. and things like yeah, that. We had but a, you can be very freeform and just make your own up. I mean, we had a we had a lawyer. We had a teacher. Yeah. We um, had a chemistry teacher. A yes. biology. Oh, it was, it, was, it was a biology teacher. <laughs> he he was a he was a biochemist that was trying to find existence of the paranormal. Yeah, yeah, that's what he was. We had a. Ge- but was teacher, we had teacher a journalist? Uh, we had a writer, a writer yeah, uh, so. who wrote uh, who wrote horror novels. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sometimes came true. Uh, we had a a lawyer, and we had a dog breeder. I shit you not. <laughs> uh, one of the characters' jobs uh, on his character sheet was dog breeder. That's what he did for a living. He bred dogs. Because that's what
1: we need to defeat Fulu Chihuahuas. Your yes. I would well,
2: quite happily throw pugs into the <laughs> gaping maw of an elder god.
0: I, 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 <laughs> I said, them Um, I did. I tell you, I once saw a pug sneeze its own eyeball out of its face. Oh. Yes, yes. I have heard but I think cool. I should tell everyone. On well, I'm internet. not sure the internet needs. It's to be all right. The it. vet. It was the vet's dog. Needs to put its eyeball back. And when yeah, that happens to her sometimes, <laughs> it's fine. Because if you breed a dog to look, make it look like its eyes are bulging out of its head. Sometimes it's going to, nature is going to follow through on that promise, Um, quite literally. Yes. Yeah. It was pregnant as well. Have you ever seen a pregnant pug? It just rolls off sideways like a bit of tumbleweed. (laughs) It's insane. Um, Poor little thing. Um, Yeah. But in that, you actually had roles based around, so some of you, one of you, the, the biochemist chap was an expert in the occult. Yeah because that's something you needed to, to know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the lawyer was really good at research uh-huh. because of, of his job. Because of lawyering, yeah. yeah. Uh, the writer... Uh, had quite a lot of money so if you needed to unlike real writers I have learned um, so was able to sort of use the credit system to get you things that you needed yeah. um, and the dog breeder had an eclectic selection of very odd skills and we just occasionally you'd go oh, oh we, we want to break into this person's house and you'd go okay and we'll pull out a lock pick and go and go in
2: now I mean this does happen in other games it's not just Cthulhu we did have a member of a party one that I think we have mentioned before on the podcast that every time there was a break and we were sitting down and resting and nothing particularly interesting was happening, he would sit and whittle.
0: Yes. <laughs> because
2: he had put skill points into craft
0: whittling. Yeah. This is in Dungeons & Dragons. It does not in any way reward you for role play. I did as a DM. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it just kind of... That was strange. Yeah, it was a little odd, wasn't it? Cool. Yeah. yeah. But strange. So those characters, although they sound really odd... They had that selection of skills to cover the different yeah, things. The unique
2: selection of skills. They were able to find people. Um, <laughs> Other bad taken preferences.
0: Yes. <laughs> I wish Liam Neeson was my dad. He'd <laughs> have found me when those people stole me. <laughs> <laughs> me in a van. Make me live in a bin. <laughs> I know. If I ever got taken, I'd be safe. <laughs> I'd be a lot more aggressive socially. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you fuck, Dad? Daddy's coming with his irish accent even though he works for the american government because <laughs> that makes sense so <laughs> so we've got yeah they cover the different things i mean you're yeah. you're going to play polaris soon hmm. you're going to be you, yeah.
2: anyone that wants to know it's aquaman the role play no it's not <laughs> we we live in bubbles under
0: the sea and talk some people can talk to fish <laughs> you, you've picked out all the dull bits about Polaris. Um, it's yeah. post apocalyptic under the sea, uh, horrible misery Aquaman by the, looks the of it. Bit, yeah. um, I so, reckon it's going to be horrible and miserable
2: being Aquaman, to be honest. Yeah. Unless you're Jason Momoa, because he's probably going to do a good
0: job. I don't know. I didn't see Cal Drogo and go, ooh, there's a man who should be a starring man in something that requires acting. I went, look at the muscles, look at how big he is. Oh, see, I've recently watched all of Frontier and quite enjoyed it. Can he actually act? Yeah. yeah.
2: Okay. I, I... He's also pretty fucking good at throwing tomahawks, so don't say anything nasty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Or> missiles. <laughs> Probably. I wouldn't be shocked. Fucking hell. I suppose budget cuts, but also nuclear war. Yeah. Yeah send you to russia <laughs> with them <laughs> get you to russia it's just like a little rowboat no, with a
1: tomahawk no, on the
2: back i was thinking normally you've got people with like a a little um sheath on the back full of spears yeah just pulling out tomahawk missiles and throwing them
0: <laughs> you're gonna say javelins because a javelin is also a missile as in a, an explosive no, ordnance I wasn't, missile okay <laughs> i missed a trick yeah none of them are called darts though do you remember playing like Baldur's gate 2 and you'd have your wizard at the back and when he ran out of spells he'd throw darts at people (laughs) (laughs) or use a sling yeah the sling was crap but darts darts were hilarious because you get like plus five maiming darts (laughs) (laughs) i just just imagine a drunken mage with a pint in one hand (laughs) just go in hang on hang on true strike cool Polaris, you're going to be exploring Aquaman's Aquaman's Palace. palace. Yeah, well, you're you're mostly (laughs) going to be based in uh, an underwater city fighting crime. And then that will involve you needing to go to other underwater cities. Yeah, I mean, because we're playing
2: part of the uh, law enforcement. Yes. Basically, we're playing the Justice League. Yeah, <laughs> <Here> we are. <laughs> I don't want to play now. <laughs> I'm enjoying ruining this for you, even though I'm quite excited to play. Yeah, it, yeah. Underwater, like I said before, underwater. When we talked about the uh, the other side, yeah, um, yeah. Underwater stuff Didn't... doesn't do anything for yeah. me because I just think back to
0: <laughs> from Stingray, and I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Um, See, for me, it's it's going to be more like a space game. Yeah. Because... Well, e-
2: every now and again, I will need reminding that. We're underwater.
0: Yeah. But well, I think because my brain will just go, nope, it's a normal. Case. Inside the big, the main city that you're in is actually fairly stage, big. Like. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then some of the other places. But yeah, you'll be in like very cramped quarters. I think it's going to lend itself really well to maybe some horror yeah. style. But imagine aliens in a sub- I, submarine base. I was thinking XCOM Terror from the Deep, where Lara was mentioned to me. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's weird, creepy shit and, yeah. and stuff like that. Have yeah, you not? Mm. And, you're missing to, it. I really like XCOM, too. So, I mentioned so, it on the podcast. So, yeah, um,
2: I was very tempted to get it in the sale. It was like 12 quid or something.
0: Yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah, so in Polaris, you're going to be playing parts of the law enforcement. So yeah. um, you're going to need someone to pilot the ship. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're going to need someone to keep its systems running. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're going to need someone who can investigate because you're going to be involved in crimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone who can be the face man, maybe. Uh, and weapon specialists of various stripes. So yeah. there's all sorts of room for you to build a party around the potential for what you're doing. A red stripe weapon specialist yeah. Just drunk. <laughs> now, one of the things actually to to that that problem of maybe a PC dying, and this is something I'd include anyway in a um, in a game like this, is to have NPCs that are part mm. of the party, yeah. so non-player characters, DM run characters that that fit in with the party. I've seen role-play games recommend it as something to do um, so that the DM can have a voice at the table, if you like. So if the party are sat around discussing something and maybe they're missing something completely mm. blindingly obvious um, or you want to maybe cause some mischief, you can be the other character. Oh, mine mostly cause mischief, don't they? Yeah, they do. <laughs>
2: um, but then that's fine because sometimes well, it's also a good way of going... Hey, maybe we should go and do a thing. What's that over there? Yeah, you lot are being fucking dumb. <laughs> yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, and it also it also feels like a really nice thing of like we said about player death and everything else. Um, even just in party creation, if nobody wants to play the healer because mm. it sounds rubbish,
0: and in some systems it really is. Yeah,
2: low level clerics are dull.
0: Yeah. Um, or if you're going to play a wizard in Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay, and for about twenty game uh, twenty game sessions, you can throw a ball of light. Yeah. And that's it. Because mm. they're a bit naff to start with.
2: But if you if you want something like that, that's perfectly a perfectly good option as the NPC. Yeah. Um
0: if there is a role that needs filling yeah. that nobody wants to do. We ended up with a thing in um in Mutineer Zero where the party would always take a stalker with them when they went yes. out into the zone. Because the party stalker died. Well, the party stalker went mad and ran away.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and found himself a horse, which was a motorbike with
2: uh, let's not go
0: some tassels tied to the back of <laughs> it might, it might be fun. it confuses me now when <laughs>
2: I was there um,
0: yeah so that character went away did. and um, I mean we lost a player actually so yeah. you know that role wasn't to be found so a series of NPC stalkers it became a tradition that the stalker died yeah. uh, not because I did it on purpose apart from that one time but it just seemed to happen that the stalker died how many did you lose you had one who had his brain cut out yep that was quite fun Uh, you had one that got turned to goop when a grenade went off inside a tank yep Um, you had one that you left behind in the base of your enemy and got uh, just left there to become a slave possibly got eaten sometimes
2: when people don't talk our party forgets they exist and they get left behind
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've had that we had that in um in in gen lab where your paralyzed character joe just got left behind after a fight everyone tied to a plank yeah because i was away that week (laughs) what happened to the lizard Oh, yeah. <laughs> What's great is he's about somewhere. We've seen the plague, but not the lizard. Yeah. And it's really interesting, but also kind of sad. <laughs>
2: a little bit. But I think enough of us have died and changed character now that no one cares. Yeah.
0: That's been quite a brutal game, actually. Um, both I...
2: mutants are. Yeah. Um, yeah. All iterations of it um, seem to be very, very... Don't get too attached.
0: Yeah, and that's I think that's why they've got that community system, at least in Year Zero, yeah. I and mean, partly you're, you're members of the resistance in Gen Lab. Well, so well, you're also members in. of a tribe, so
2: you can try
0: and yeah. you can crowbar in a relationship easily. Yes, yeah. Mm. Uh, but, yeah, that, that kind of that community thing allows you to draw in people and have a common purpose. Yeah. Because one of the things that, that can happen... Hang on, what did I start by saying? Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. So the NPC, sorry. Mm. When you've got this NPC that's part of the party, if your character dies or for roleplay reasons they might leave. Mm. Uh, I have created this character who wants to fulfil this thing, and they do. Um, or they've gone irredeemably mad in the the sense of the Cthulhu, call a Cthulhu kind of way. Yeah. Um, you can spot party roles with the NPC. Yeah. You might, if the the DM is happy um, and you think you could do a good job, and people are okay with it play the NPC and just slot straight in as them.
2: Yeah, um, it was the express reason for NPCs in Mutant for, uh, for Year Zero for us, wasn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite often if someone died horribly... But it was so easy to do. Um, I'd, I'd chuck you a character sheet or quite often say, uh, make make Jeff a proper character <laughs> because yeah. I haven't made him yet. Because um, yeah. mostly I make stuff up on the fly. Mm. It's more fun. Um, to the point where one of the players would sit there and go... If they were rolling dice for goats. So they've got this many skill points in that then, and this many skill points in that, and just kind of make them up as I sort of went along. So yeah, there was opportunity for you to play those characters as well. In the middle of a pitch battle, Mm. um, or you're deep behind enemy lines, or you're on a mission and you can't get anyone else in, actually that NPC can be good to stop that player having to sit there. Yeah, like
2: especially if if you're in... uh, Mutant is designed to be a bit episodic. Um yes. unless we're playing
0: it. Yeah. Oh we um, never we're really bad at episodic. I'm trying to design Polaris to be episodic, which means I think you can get one fight and one conversation per six hour session. <laughs> <laughs> and then that when you've right. massively overacted everything, um, <laughs> we'll be done.
2: Um, but if you if you have this thing if you're on a big ongoing campaign or something and yeah someone someone dies yeah. and you're not high enough level to just resurrect them or to pay to have them resurrected
0: well, or there's none of that bullshit or like you're, you've cut their head off and you're carrying it in a bag yeah. back to the temple that's yeah. 300 miles away because yeah. you're in enemy territory yeah. turning
2: around to someone I mean, and, and it could be three or four sessions before that yeah. character comes back but just kind of going yeah you might as well not
0: yeah some so- rubbish Some games actually have this system kind of built in as a reward. I know Pathfinder, Dungeons & Dragons, they have the leadership feat that you can take. Mm. And you end up with a cohort, so um, a character that is a couple levels lower than you uh, who kind of tags along and is your buddy. And you have followers who are like little level one numpties who you generally tend to leave at home building a pub or whatever it is that your character took leadership for. Yeah. Um, so they can, excuse me, they can build those sorts of things in. Yeah. Um, it can be if everyone in the party wants to take leadership and then suddenly spang 18 extra characters appear <laughs> next to your campfire and you go, Oh, you've been attacked in the night by three drag, uh, by three giants. It's all right. We outnumber them 24 to one because <laughs> <laughs> my little army that I keep in my pocket. Um, well familiars do this they spang into existence don't they they go spang we sometimes shout the word spang when we remember they exist it's (laughs)
2: it's one of these things that because sometimes keeping track of these things and if you've not done it for a week and you know you and you're not colin so you don't have this intimate relationship with every (laughs) random thing you've picked up um Then yeah, you you can forget and go, Oh yeah, my my raven that generally flies above me and circles around and keeps an eye out that's occasionally useful. Yeah. As a because at a base level it's just a ability your character has. Yeah. So you kind of forget about it until you need it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then yeah, you have these we've had moments of going, Oh yeah, cool, so we do this. How did the raven get through the underwater passage?
0: That sounds like the start of a really, really Don't, weird joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: it's not, glad that's not the direction. Just, just, Joe's not
1: allowed to talk. No, I. I can't do words today. Um, You've picked the wrong day to podcast, that's apparently so. Surely it gets through the grab passages by stuffing it in a magic sack of holding. There's no air in a <laughs> sack of holding.
0: Yeah, otherwise perishable goods would go off.
2: <laughs> no, you can't put people in there, they die. It's in the rules, mate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Aaron's looking at us aghast because you joined us post our D and D Pathfinder phase. You played a little yeah, bit with a us. Bit yeah. with a um, we play, played one of the the cool whip druids, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is actually an example of how you tied your characters in together. You, 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 and another player. You, we you were playing in that game that I mentioned all oh, four hours ago on the podcast. Yeah, now yeah. where. Um, you were from the same area yeah. but you were from sort of the native tribes of the lo- the local area and you invented a kind of war cry yeah. that to my because I've got bad hearing uh, my distorted hearing sounded like you were shouting about cool whip um, <laughs> <laughs> this is probably all a, racially insensitive
2: it was a yeah, <laughs> yes uh, a kind of yipping cry that was used for being happy and
1: Excitable,
0: yeah. Just a uh, generally, it's a celebratory noise. Yeah. If you imagine a six-year-old girl, anytime when she jump up and down with excitement on the spot, holding an ice cream, that's that's <laughs> um that's what they they used it for. That's
1: what their entire culture was based <laughs> on. <around. laughs> <laughs> and so it should. in hundreds of years, and the ice cream van is invented. <laughs>
0: Um, but you used it to communicate. Place to show it's ready to <laughs> uh you used it to communicate as well. Yeah. But to show, it kind of one of you invented it yeah. on the on the, the spot and then the other one joined in because your background was like, but well, if this is a thing, then I would do it too. Yeah. And you kind of both did it and then it became a thing because two people were doing it and that makes it official. Yeah. 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 Uh, it just things to avoid of... when rolling. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just—it no,
2: was no, it, it helped bond. It was, no, it was quite cool, and at the time, it was really funny. And just thinking mm-hmm. back on it,
0: no, it was fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just just yeah, trying yeah. to explain it to other people. In our game, people did this. I
2: think there's a lot of things we <coughs> do that we think are brilliant that you really, really had to be there for. <laughs> yeah, possibly
0: part of the madness <laughs> to even comprehend um, it. Yeah, um, but that's that's something that. These things they can build if you build your party together. Now the other thing to bear in mind is, I don't know, we've got the the brave heroes of F- Flompty Town. That sounds crap, doesn't it? Yep. Cool. So the brave heroes of Flompty Town, the champions of Flompty Town, um, who have saved Flompty Town a million times from the Lord, what's his name? Aaron, you remember him? Mister Bits evil mr bits oh god <laughs> <laughs> joe looks really upset um hey, for doing? those that have been listening i still
2: need new friends <laughs> <laughs>
0: um so you've got the heroes of wherever um and they are they've saved they've saved the town they are good characters the heroes of sandpoint the heroes of sandpoint for instance um, yes. as we were playing uh, mouse titan and the others <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> you their names. have you forgotten your own character's name later on Feyron, nice and uh, Dragon Knight of Doom. <laughs> what was the what was the elf's name? I loved him in that game.
1: The elf, the urban ranger. The because urban
0: that ranger. was the only way I, re- I remembered him. <laughs> the <laughs> urban reindeer. That was a that was someone mishearing urban mis- ranger. Yeah, yeah, I
2: said he's playing an urban r- a ranger, and he went. He looked at me as if I'd just <laughs> gone <on laughs> at him. Yeah, I kind of went. What he's playing an a reindeer that lives in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and I think originally I misheard him and went, yes. Because <laughs> he
0: thought he said ranger. Yeah, yeah. and he just
2: went, oh, okay, oh. that's... And then I, my brain's going, I don't see why he's having such a problem with this. <laughs> um, but the best thing about all that is when
0: we finally got a map of the
2: area. There was <laughs> There was
0: a... There was a, <laughs> a ruined city in the mountains with a weird reindeer headed demon in it yeah <laughs> we went. it's an urban reindeer mm. yes yeah an ancient urban reindeer yes. um It wouldn't have made sense for a new character to join. And it's not just when someone dies, it could be someone new joins your role play group. Yeah. Someone leaves, someone else comes in, someone wants to change their character for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have made any sense for the them to come in and go, I shall play Vestuvius, the most diabolical sorcerer known to man. It's babies, you know. Oh, nom, nom. Because it wouldn't have fit with the rest of the characters. Mm-hmm. Now. Occasionally, it could be fun to mess things up and throw someone in who's a, a, a spy, or Rob. yeah, um, <laughs> or has um, dubious reasons to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but generally, you want someone that fits. Yeah, yeah. So one thing I did um, in Dungeons and Dragons 3.5, and I accounted it into Pathfinder as well, has an alignment system. Ooh, yes. You don't like alignment systems? I like alignment systems. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like the idea of being able to go. God, shall I kill him? Yes, stab. Very is black he and white. evil? Yes, kill with fire. Yeah, is it evil? No, don't need Ooh. to murder that one. But Fuck off. when we were young, warthogs, and we were playing um, these games, kind of fresh out the out the book, if you like.
2: Your dad got trampled by uh, wildebeest.
0: <laughs> 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 <Professor>. Um... <laughs>
2: make silly references,
0: I'll I, carry them on. <laughs> I said it and no one said anything. I was like, have they just gone, what the fuck is he talking about? No, well, yeah, because my brain went to Halo 3 and I was like, no, no. why are you when tiny I, cars? When I was a young boy. Why are young car- cars smaller? Do cars get bigger in
2: your world? Is my car older than yours because it's larger?
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, we're just going to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> A new member will be joining our party shortly. As Aaron leads, Well, we've had, to, we've had to do this we with have, uh, yes. with the death of Colin. Yeah, um, yeah. At the uh, insufferable tentacles of that which lives beyond, um, and we've replaced him with Jamie, uh, and it's completely changed the party dynamic because Jamie isn't chaotic evil. Um, Jamie also has invested <laughs> lots of his points into actual useful skills. Yes, uh, whereas whereas Colin has an, a special accidental accidental comedy. Skill where that enables him to fall down hills and set himself on fire, knock himself out in the shower regularly.
1: And God, yeah.
0: (laughs) for the viewers at home all of these things have actually happened <laughs> which is why Colin's not here anymore yeah.
2: no he did once fall down a hill trying to get him and give himself concussion and we weren't sure where he
0: was for half an hour yeah. have we told that story on here before I think I'm not so. sure yeah we might have done he did
1: search a role play one week and go I don't feel very good and it really spaced out I had some pills I think they might have been my mum's I think they were issued and <laughs> just, just wandered off
0: in a daze up the stairs yeah it was about up. a month ago yeah <laughs> He did not
1: look well.
0: well. we hadn't we hadn't seen Colin for a while, um, and he appeared at uh, Dragon Meet and then left halfway through because he was ill, and then got lost on the tube and threw up on the tube, yeah. and nearly died on the way home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah. Anyway, every party needs comic relief. <laughs> um, occasionally, members replacing. Yeah, um, one thing I did do with. Vanilla Dungeons and Dragons out the book with alignment systems is limit the alignment of the players. So I got the players to pick an alignment and you could only be one step off. True neutral. Um, True neutral is the the (laughs) hardest to do because it theoretically creates the most conflict. Picking a corner of the grid is good. So lawful good, neutral good or lawful neutral. One step is almost anywhere. I didn't do (laughs) diagonals. No diagonals? No diagonals, no. Fuck you and your (laughs) left. So we went with um, we quite often we take neutral good as being the default party setting because you're playing heroes, so you could be lawful good or chaotic good because there's some conflict there, but because you're good characters, it's not gonna end up with anyone being dead. Uh, You could be true neutral Neutral. or you could be neutral good in the uh, the realms of the party. So that that was quite nice.
2: Yeah, when we were using things with alignment systems, that did work really nicely. Yeah, It meant everyone had to be... (coughs) You might have had slight disagreements on how things should be done, but you were all trying to basically achieve the same thing. You were trying to be good. Yes.
1: Yeah. Which I think is a really important thing for creating a party. That's that kind of... Yeah. The Overall goal so needs added cohesion.
0: So, yeah. yeah, with mutant, you're all part of the arc. So yes. yeah, the new characters will be part of the arc. They still have the arc's best interests at heart. Yeah. whether they whether they think that a different boss is right and you should kill the people that you found living in the ruins over or there. Cannibalism's a good idea. Good idea yeah. yeah, different different thing. You might have a different approach, but. You still have that thing of if the ark is threatened, you want to do it because that's where yeah, you live. Yeah. Um, Polaris, you're all going to be working with the same law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cthulhu. Just going through recent campaigns, um, you all saw some very dodgy things in that house very quickly that tied you together because no one else would ever believe you. Yeah. 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 Um, so you had a shared weird experience that you all wanted to sort of understand and mm-hmm. and get over and get beyond or to find out what really happened. So, yeah, you've got these things that tie the characters together. So these these having something to tie these new characters in is always uh, useful. One of the things we've mentioned before, and I think it bears mentioning again because it's so good. I really like this, is from Mutant Year Zero and Mutant Gen Lab Alpha, is you have relationships with the characters in the world. Mm-hmm. The one that's probably most key for this party-building episode, is having a PC buddy. So yeah, like I, I read about a system
1: um, online earlier called Dungeon Worlds. Okay, cool. Which um, has essentially questionnaires for each character class. So the druid's got... Blank. Smells like an animal. Blank. Shares his food. Blank. And you fill in each of the characters. So you've got some kind of... Bond with each of the characters in your party. Okay. So yeah. pre Yeah. Relationships, yeah. in essence, it's not It's not necessarily great, but it makes you think about you, you are assigning relationship yeah. with each people, each and, person. yeah.
2: And actually, bringing it down into something that's quite basic like that is great for new players. And yeah. if nothing else, it's a great hint and point you in the right direction for more experienced players. Um, like even now playing mutant um, having PC buddies that can change at the end of a session like uh-huh. Brian's has recently changed to me being his PC buddy it has like I helped him on some vengeance murdering spree yeah
0: and because my, my previous PC buddy ran away and left me in the middle of a fight and yeah. I, I, I'm <laughs> slightly I wouldn't say I was angry I'm more disappointed it's
2: alright you fell on a spike you did good <laughs>
0: I'm um, still fr- no. My character still likes that person. Yes. But we've now had this bond where our two characters were fighting this amazing rearguard. Yeah, yeah. And you're the only character in the group that is as crazy as I am and wants to kill the people that are oppressing us yeah. as much. Yeah. So it's like, no, I'm, I'm on his. Yeah. Yeah. We've just we've just kind of clicked.
2: And but there's little little things like when you go, what do you do? Um, and if the choice is between helping what would now be me, yeah. Or- someone else, you yeah. might go, well
0: I'm gonna do the thin tail pin. Because they're my PC buddy and they're yes. the person so it, that it I like the most. It yeah. gives you
2: nice uh generic pointers into how your character would act. Yeah. For example, you there was very early on conflict between your character when it joined the group. Yes. And Aaron's character. Yes. And that has shaped a lot of the decisions you've made. So yeah, in yeah. that would be Aaron's character is a knob.
0: Yeah, it does have in there you still describe so you, the you, character, then you pick which one's your buddy. You tick
2: yeah. the one that's that that because you you've got yeah. PC one, PC two, PC three, PC four, and then there's a little circle next to it. So you can tick the one that is your buddy. Be. But yeah. then there is this this space where you can write in your general thoughts about them. Yeah. yeah. So it's this one's an idiot. This one's quite brave but a bit crap.
0: <laughs> this one, you know, all, yeah. all these kind of things, and it and it does help. And I, um, like you say, it's an amazing system. Do you know what mine says next to Aaron's character? And um, this is this is interesting because obviously outside of the game. Me and Aaron both want to have fun together playing the game. Yeah. You know, and all of this comes down to having fun. If your party is cohesive. Yeah. You will have more fun. Yeah. Uh, because the game challenges will be evenly spread amongst the players, and there'll be there won't be any bullshit conflict. There might be conflict that you create because we I quite enjoy being a dick to, to be guarantee. fair, for, for, um,
2: for people listening at home, we will we, we think we all once spent three hours arguing over the
0: fate of a dragon. We did, yeah, because yeah. because that dragon, <laughs> Paladin Man, it could it's it's a sentient creature and therefore its alignment is determined by its actions and not and by it its could genetics change. and, and when it, could it
2: offered change. that choice
0: it turned around laughed at you and went oh, I'm not doing it it was a juvenile dragon i cut open its tail and counted the rings i knew how old it was <laughs> and and therefore it was a child And it had obviously been raised by terrible parents and it wasn't its fault. (laughs) We did not have
2: time to re-raise a dragon. And if you had left it alone, it would have caused untold terror to millions and hundreds of people and would have burnt farms and eaten sheep. And it would have been bad. But none of this mattered because Colin got bored and (laughs) shot it in the head.
0: (laughs) I wanted my halfling cleric to ride around on a dragon. That's what I fucking wanted. It could have been that dragon. But you disagree. Yeah, that was a bit weird. (laughs) (laughs) Um... What was I saying? Uh, Do you want to know what it says next to Aaron's character? It says, "Let it die, comma or help it along." (laughs) And I'm sure yours says something similar about me. Yeah, probably. I don't think I've written anything. I really wish he was my friend. (laughs) 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 I crave only his acceptance. Please put um, that, that would be hilarious. Um no, But, but, well, this, but is, this is the thing, we're quite happy with a low level of conflict. Yeah, game, I mean, well to be honest, we've we've had
2: things where there's been quite a high level of conflict, but Yeah. And this it is, is the other not, not for beginners.
0: Yeah. This I is think. the other element of cohesion. It's the social roles that the, the characters have yeah. and the way that they act.
2: Um you don't want two people going, No, I'll talk to them. I'm better at it than you are. No, no, I shall talk to them. I've got charisma seven. <laughs> yeah. I've it's really fucking Some, shit. <laughs> sometimes
0: it's funny for the Charisma 7 person to go, well, I'm Charisma 7, which is rubbish in uh, yeah. uh, in any language, in any system, yeah. um, and go, but obviously I've probably got Charisma 7 because I put my foot in it. Hello, King! That's a lovely hat you've got. <laughs> Did your mum make it? Um, yeah. And and put his foot in it and do that kind of thing. Yeah. But but yeah, you're right in that, you know, those, those divisions... That class roles or whatever mm. can can help with that.
2: And um, I mean that actually leads on to I think something we were going to discuss as well. That can be really important. Yes. Or can not matter at all yeah. depending on the type of system, the <laughs> type of system and the type of campaign you are playing. Like, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh,
2: whether you are role playing or role playing.
0: Yes, with an LE, an LL, or a sausage. <laughs> Never play with sausages. Not not at the roleplay table. <laughs> I read a terrible thing about a DM that was openly masturbating at, at a gaming table once. What? Yeah, it's on the internet. I'll see if I can find it and put a it's, link up. It's terrible. Made me die inside.
2: I've seen a comedy video of about getting a critical hit and getting really excited. Really? No. Have you not have you no, not, no, not shown sure no. you that?
0: What flipping the table when you stand up to celebrate? No, it. no. <laughs> because your twang is out, Jeffrey. More of a, yeah, critical hit yeah. type. Oh, God. Yeah. No, never. <laughs> That's funny. I, but yes, I don't. enjoy role play, but no. <laughs> not that much yet. Yet, no. Um, <laughs> Friday guys. Yeah, Yes, yeah. Well, I have prob- made some promises um, that may or may not have been cut out like this bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, sometimes it's really good to go, um, what about if our characters don't get on? Or as we decided, Aaron punched my character in the face because we were disagreeing on something. Well you're
1: being unempathetic un- to the widow of
0: my ex PC buddy. Yeah, who I played. Yeah, I so know. this is where the this is where the thing is, my character, Aaron, me and Aaron were, were, were tight. I had risked myself to save him, he'd risked himself mm-hmm. to save me. Um we started the campaign together. Yeah. And we that would never have changed as long as Aaron's character was in the party. Yeah. Unless you like murdered someone I yeah. I loved or something um, it would never have changed but coming in as a new character i deliberately came in with someone i thought the party was being very goody two-shoes yeah. so i came in as someone who was very much a sociopath yeah let, let's kill the enemy because they deserve it yeah. why don't we what yeah. why are you worried about casualties if those casualties aren't on our side of the rebe- of the resistance it means that the resistance grows stronger at a percentage term every time <laughs> someone who opposes us dies um, and yeah it was really sort of callous so I thought it mixed things up yeah. a little bit um, again maybe not the best thing to do if you're brand new because it could cause trouble elsewhere yeah, it could, actually yeah. the party has now gone completely the other way and, and I'm, I'm the outcast yeah <laughs> and I appear to have like made everyone horrible bastards and yeah. that wasn't actually my intention I I made the character to be an outcast craving acceptance yeah. but doing it completely wrong because yeah. of her stats well
2: uh, but certain things in the game have happened and we've all kind of just gone oh they've done terrible stuff yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, so it's, it's interesting the way these things can unfold but again yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily I suppose it depends yeah. on your group if you're a group of friends that can play competitive board games and really like screw each other over and
1: have fun with that yeah can play resistance without actually trying to kill each other at the and end of the getting angry
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: Then you're okay,
1: probably. Yeah.
2: But there is that thing of, of having a massive argument in character and then going, we all right? Yeah, cool. Right, yeah. Let's carry on. Um, because yeah. because it, it can cause a problem. But again, it, this will depend on what sort of yeah. thing you're playing. Because I've,
1: I've heard stories of revenge rolling, I think somebody called it. Essentially, they've had player versus player conflict. Yeah. They had a duel. One of them's died. So the everyone's gone... Well, fuck off! I ain't having that. And just creating another character just to kill that other
0: one. Yeah, going right now. I know exactly what stats they've got. Yeah, yeah. And that this is you, you, your game is <laughs> yeah. Your game is dying if your players are doing that to yeah. each other. The game is the game, and what what happens in the game is a separate thing. It's there to to call, have fun. Mm. If someone feels like they're not having fun stop talk about it yeah. Yeah, yeah uh we always say this that Brian, communication I don't is the think key
2: i'm having fun doing this anymore i think we should change the podcast
0: okay what are we gonna do
2: um reaction videos
0: to awful music like like i play for you yeah <laughs> this is a band i really like she's a canadian hippie from the forest and she plays the triangle upside down electronically <laughs> Might make a
1: really awkward podcast, though, because we couldn't put the music on because of copyright issues. Uh, we could hum it. <laughs> but <laughs> but not well. See, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to see the video if you're not really watching it on YouTube, so it's just those shouting abuse at nothing. Okay. Yeah, you're exciting, right. It's actually. the same thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Joe, Joe, your ideas stink, and everything you love is wrong. You're just saying that because I like Hollywood Undead. <laughs> undead. <laughs> I like them. It's all right. I would say that the the social side, the role playing, can mm. be just as important. Um, we've had all sorts of weird conflicts in games. We've had characters that disagree on certain things. Um, we've had um, we've had things almost turn into fights. Well, we've we've had campaigns the end with one of us essentially winning. <laughs> And yes you've, it's you've me done, every time yeah. nah, I, no i know i've done it before you weren't there at the time oh, okay um yeah when we've played this is the thing as well a lot of this is like might seem like a lot of effort to go to for four hours fun on a thursday night when you play your games but we're talking if you make these plans early if you're playing a campaign yeah it really really built uh, you know it really helps lay that foundation yeah, for the story. When we play like little one shots or things that take three or four weeks and then we stop, then we, we tend to go a little bit wild and we we'll have all sorts of crazy stuff going oh, well, on. Well, one
2: of the other things we've done is, um, our 24 hour, Role play
0: games. Yes, so we've, we've done yeah. for charity in the past, which is twenty four hours solid, one off mm-hmm. thing. If you'd like us to do one of those again, please let us know. and we'll, we'll try to arrange it. We, yeah, we have talked about it, and
2: we would potentially live stream some things. Yeah, yeah. We might but like to employ someone to sit there beeping out every other word because yeah, get tired and things go a bit odd. <laughs> the profanity bell. Yeah. <laughs> clang, clang, all, clang. all of the weirdness that you're hearing now is highly edited. <laughs> there is more.
0: This is the creme de la weirdness. <laughs> Look, oh, it's em- just the stuff that won't lose um, listeners <laughs> yeah yeah. as much as they need some kind of warning I- I'll wear a mask it's fine people <laughs> think they've accidentally it gone just a says kind of... not to be
2: taken seriously <laughs> across the front
0: of it people, loads of people are tune to thinking dogging's about to happen <laughs> what? why are we doing 24 hours <laughs> role play in a car park because <laughs> it's my game and I said so it'll help the ambiance. <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
2: the third time now i need new friends (laughs) (laughs) sad joe
0: yeah a little bit um yeah um when we did the 24-hour role play yeah you were about to tell an anecdote um yeah well we had um
2: things if you're doing short things like that you can change a lot of things up Mm. um Remember the first one that you ran for us, Brian, was was amazing because we could die and then we got kind of
0: reincarnated and it was a bit weird. Yeah, because I went, what if someone died? That would be terrible in a twenty four hour role play game. Yeah. But I want there to be that risk, so you were you lost, you had a penalty, and then you came back to life. Yeah. And I based the whole thing on Dark Souls. Yeah. And it was good. Well, was, I enjoyed it. It was good. Um, Aaron, Aaron was but a puppy then. Yeah. He did not yeah. know us. Um.
2: And we've had a pupil, lava. <laughs> yeah. All all kinds of crazy stuff can can happen especially when things are made up um on the fly uh yeah. which other people love laugh.
0: <laughs> sorry dude
2: which um, when um yeah when when you're going through these things can can be brilliant if you've got someone and i think a lot of this stuff comes down to how good you well not how good necessarily how experienced your gm is mm. how confident maybe
0: Yeah, they. A lot of DMing is is improvisation because you present a scenario and then the players react to it. And And you've got
2: to fucking deal with all the crazy stuff they come out with to deal with the thing. Um,
0: And we we may talk. In future, about the idea of sort of railroading and how to avoid it, which is you know a common a common problem, especially when you're new and you come up with a plot and you want the characters to experience it because you've got a great story. Yeah, it's whether you're you're creating something that is plot driven or character driven. I think yeah, the difference you need to if you've got of players, if you've got good characters and good players to play those characters who will follow their characters' motivations. It's actually easier as a DM to just present them with a random, you know, scenario. Go, what, what do you do, and yeah. kind of flow with it.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, a um, a good example of this kind of um, one-shot thing being a bit weird, uh, and all the all the, the kind of on-the-fly role-playing that comes out of it um, was something we experienced at Dragon Meet quite nicely. Uh, there is a, a rival podcast. <laughs> rival podcasts,
0: united by fate!
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, or, or by some bloke coming up to us going, oh, you you do that thing, do you want to come into do a, a thing with us? And we went, what? Yeah, okay, yeah cool. cool. That um, dragon meat was crazy. It was, it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. um, it's has, it has been some of the most fun we've had. But, yeah, so we went in. Uh, this is the, the Formal Gamer podcast. Yeah,
0: They are purely role-play based, as far as I'm aware, and they... They, yeah, they or do their an actual play podcast. Yes. So it's their their Dungeons & Dragons uh, campaign. Um, and It's very it's very fun. It's very silly. I've listened to a few yeah. episodes. Um, Excellent. Yeah. It seems like what we got up to, which was very silly um, and hopefully quite funny, wasn't that different to what they'd normally okay, be getting cool. up to. <laughs> um,
2: so, yeah, at some point, and we will, we'll throw li- links up on Facebook and stuff during it, and we'll link over to their channel now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... We, we got presented with a situation. Uh, me, Brian and Jamie woke up as three pre-generated characters in a uh, cold storage meat locker, as much as those yeah. things were possible in fantasy days. Yeah, hung up on the hooks. Yeah, kind of going... Right, well, what do we do now? And that—that that was what we were presented with, and we had
0: to find our way out. Yeah, and it involved um, a bear that was playing poker. Yep, um, and uh, some creative use of some thinly sliced ham, <laughs> for which we won an award. We did. We were, we were, we were praised. Um, <laughs> My tail wagged properly. when they said that we have done, done the best thing with the ham. Uh, we won't spoil anything because we want you to hear the episode. Um, but yeah, we we could. It, it was completely free because we knew it didn't really matter long
2: time. yeah and, and, and it, like, this, this investment you can get in your character sometimes it can make you a little bit hesitant to do things that might
0: be really cool but you might die I've become really invested in some some of the characters that yeah. I've, I've played because From Miss Kane yeah if you, I mean, if you spend five <laughs> or six hours a night or more as we used to uh, when again when we were young warthogs and could play till the sun came up um, <laughs> it's it's tricky it you spend so long thinking about these characters or being these characters or acting like them, that they they start, to, they start to feel real, like when you're watching a good film or yeah. reading a good book, or um, books and TV shows get me filmed don't know quite a lot not because
2: enough not enough time. Time. um so I'm yeah. at a horrible moment at the moment of just finishing a trilogy of books I'm reading yes and I am dragging that last chapter because <laughs> <like
0: a massive. laughs> I don't want it to end yeah is that the Robin Hobster yeah oh there's like 20 other books
2: it's yeah I found that out but but the next lot don't join on with the same group of characters so to me it's different but apparently according to it now I need to read the next lot because the stuff in it's mentioned in the ones after that do go back to those characters
0: you won't like the next lot they're too bloated I think you'll get annoyed. Possibly.
2: Um, but when, when looking yeah. at reviews for this lot, I, had pe- I saw people on it and go, these are really long and boring and crap and you shouldn't read them. Yeah. And then everyone else went, these are amazing because there's loads of detail. Yeah. what you like.
0: Yeah. But yeah, you don't want the story to end. So you don't no, want your I mean, character to, to die. Yeah. yeah. I have had characters die in Heroic circumstances, yeah, because it fit the character. And, and, and you feel good that. I also yeah. had my yak taken away because I was grumpy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you
1: <laughs> you went downstairs to have a quick chat with those of us who'd gone downstairs briefly because uh, it was off, really gone, hot and
0: I wanted to, yeah. Know, yeah. yeah,
1: you went downstairs for literally two minutes before yeah. there was a shout of, um, yeah, we rolled the dice for you. Well, well yeah, but something happened, I
2: think you, you needed to make a, a move roll or something. Yeah, yeah. Or a sneak roll. And so we went, uh, we'll, we'll just roll it. What's he need? This. Okay, cool. Right, he failed that. Came back up. No, it was a move roll to escape. Yeah, yeah. Came back up and went, cool, we we did this and you, you, you didn't pass the first one. And I think because it was late, you got grumpy that someone had rolled dice for you and so charged the giant metal <laughs>
0: thing. Instead. I don't, I, I was having a bad week that yeah, week. It yeah, was a particularly yeah. shitty week and I, I don't think it was any indication. I wouldn't want to blame anyone else. No, no, myself. no. Um, but you know, that, that was my fault, but we found him again. Yeah, he's so not like, dead. It's not yeah. dead. No, no, it's good. Um, and it was really, it was really interesting. Cause I think the DM probably plays the character better than me because the kind of character is very softly spoken even though he's a giant. It's um, essentially... He's blending to the background. Tripled, yeah, to me. Yeah, but a yak. But but hairy. Yeah, he likes the little ones, and he protects yeah. the little ones. But he should have been a more laid-back character, but because I'm the kind of player that wants to be involved all the time, I pushed him forward more, yeah. whereas I think he makes a better NPC, he genuinely. He makes a good NPC. <laughs> um, and the DM's doing a great job and picked up on all my little catchphrases, and I'm like, oh, cool. (laughs) But I'm also going to kill your best mate. (laughs) (laughs) Because I don't like him. But I won't actually kill Aaron's character. Unless Aaron said, I hate this character, I'm going to play something else, at which point I might go, cool, could I kill him then? Yeah, yeah. And then we'll surprise the DM, and I'll go, yeah, I'm going to cut his head off. Yeah. (laughs) That's because that'd be entertaining. (laughs) Yeah, the DM will be like, oh, my God, I mean, he'll know what's happening now, because he listens. Damn you, internet. (laughs) Unless (laughs) Loose lips cost lives, or save lives in this case. (laughs) Unless we ban him, cut it. Just cut the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cut the last hour and 40 minutes and just have a theme tune and an ending. (laughs) Create a character. (laughs) Talk about it. That's it. (laughs) Alignment systems. Cool. Um, (laughs) I just thought, um, we are going on quite long here, but I thought what we might want to do is just to talk about as best we can creating a role play group and how it's good yeah well <laughs> i'm just thinking some of my my best um some of my best role play experiences have come when i've not only been invested in my character hmm. but i've been invested in the yeah. other characters um i remember um playing a playing a character who was possessed by a demon which gave him zappy zappy powers and he had a friend who was a street urchin this is Garrick, yes, I liked Garrick. I like Garrick. Garrick a lot. I <laughs> want to write a book about Garrick. <laughs> it seemed incredibly egotistical. Um, no, because then Cassius gets to be it, so I'm all right. <laughs> um, I liked the character. His street urchin friend was kidnapped, so immediately I was like, I need my friend back. Yeah, and it all my motivation and we got it back and I was like yay and then he turned out to have been replaced by a changeling and changeling was spying on us and then I killed it because it pissed me off (laughs) but I genuinely felt betrayed lots of things end that way I I, I killed it because it pissed me (laughs) off (laughs) only in games right yes yes there aren't seven cats buried outside yes remember your hush money Lewin remember the file I've got on you metal one a balance it on your head um <laughs> yeah um so i was invested in that character i wanted that that character yeah, to yeah. back um my my tiny halfling um cleric who um had a, an unspoken love of colin's elf <laughs> um and turning around before the big bad boss fight that, that ended the campaign when we trapped the evil evil doer to his lair and we had what we thought was a portal to uh, the throne room of the evil yeah. person and just turning around and going if I don't make it or if you don't make it I want you to know I've always loved you and then we jumped through the portal and got teleported back to the beginning of the dungeon <laughs> 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 which was um, as they used to say in medieval times totes orcs
2: <laughs> that entire session became totes orcs <laughs> <laughs> and you started declaring your love for Colin's character it was yeah. weird <laughs>
0: We'd been—he'd been naked a lot, (laughs) and every time he was naked, he then got killed, and I had to breath of life him. And it—we
2: don't know. Just
0: breath of life. (laughs) 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 This is another one of these things that, out of context, sounds bizarre. Oh, it's a straw. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. No, that did happen because he got charmed by a succubus, made him take all his clothes off, (laughs) and and then around the. Pole of a four-poster bed, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And then he got <laughs> shot and fell he, over. He did. Yeah, that and I had to bring him back to life. Time. Yeah, um, but Colin and I had a weird kind of um, a weird thing, like slightly flirtatious thing going on at the table between the two characters. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I thought, in the spirit of one-upmanship and winning the <laughs> roleplay campaign, um, I would. Uh, I would do that right at the end and then egg all over my face. I really hope that that... that <laughs> <laughs> no! Egg! Egg! The egg of hubris. Not the egg of sexy times. That's very different. <laughs> Could we subtitle this? Not the egg of sexy times. <laughs> no, no, you've explained it now. It's fine. Yeah, cool. Just um, <laughs> um, But yeah, I re- uh, again, that was I, I like that relationship yeah. that the characters have. And so if you've built that cohesive party... Even if there is conflict, as long as it's managed oh, and part it, of the, the game, stuff It
2: naturally it, it, appears, yeah, doesn't
0: it? Yeah. Um, whereas you are four adventurers who meet in a pub. It's a bit crap, I think. It's, it re- it's really. It. To, well, we could if, ironically subvert it now because if we're you're old. <laughs> Role playing with the. the, 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 the yeah.
2: That's fine
0: because you're
2: you're wanting to make characters that can punch things well and then go punching things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Doesn't matter. You know, don't don't need that. But if if like us, you like that
0: interaction, and the, yeah, the, we're all the social, we're all readers, aren't we? We yeah, like we like a good yeah. book, so we like the story element yeah, just yeah. as much. Whereas sometimes people come to, to role-play game from a gaming side of and yeah, it's yeah. it's a game I that mean, you play. I never fully lose the, the gamer in me when I'm yes. playing these things. That's why I never let you play in my games where there's a battle map because you go into war game mode. Yeah. And he's always and and have, car-
2: have you noticed why this is why part actually part of the reason that I picked the character I want to play in Polaris.
0: Because, because he's a general and, and therefore... will be good at tactics <laughs> and so my
2: brain I don't have to try and disconnect that part yeah. I can just go so,
0: yeah this 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 you you do that you do that and it would fit the character yeah, yeah that's fine mm. yeah that sounds uh, again sounds something good. you can do with, with
2: characters in parties mm. if people
0: have skills that they're particularly good at <clears> and can try and get that in there then also. yeah definitely um, I mean it's always that awkward thing of um, when your um, least talkative most awkward friend goes I want to be a bard and yeah. talk to everyone, and then goes. I roll a charisma check at him whenever whenever there's a conversation. Yeah. That's fine if some people play like that. That's absolutely fine. I, mean, I
2: know I know quite a few
0: people that do. And and again, if it's what you enjoy, it's what you enjoy. It doesn't really yeah, exactly. matter. Yeah. Um, and a good DM might go, I'm going to try to chat up the. You know, I'm going to try to charm the guard. Roll a dice. Okay, you say this. And you give that player the sp- moment in the spotlight yeah, yeah, that they obviously yeah. wanted without forcing them into that dance monkey boy, perform for me. Yeah. If that's not what they're like. And that's cool. Um, and, it,
2: and it's and it's a way of introducing the idea to people gently as well. And that in the You might go, oh, so next time, if you've gone, oh, okay, you say this. And they go, oh my God, it's amazing. They let you through. Next time, you might go, what sort of thing do you want to say? Yeah. And, and rather can... than going, what do you say? What sort of thing? And slowly build up and you can yeah, gain that definitely. confidence
0: with people. <laughs> Um, any any more tales of good parties that you remember? Any particularly fun party-based moments? If not, we'll just go on to my last question. Um. Oh, I have one last point as well.
2: Uh,
0: but we'll do that in a minute.
2: Good party
0: moments? No, I don't really like you people. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I, I know I'm particularly hard to deal with sometimes. Um, don't laugh at that. <laughs>
2: To be honest, <laughs> I, I think one of the, the best moments we've had is the literally
0: spending three hours arguing <laughs> what we, over what to do with the dragon. Some we'd... people will ex- would think that sounds horrible. Yeah, yeah. But we were all in character. We were all invested in that. Dragon. Oh, we were.
2: <laughs> even the, the dragon that the monk had tied up. Yes. Because D D's weird.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the monk was good with ropes. Yeah. Because very good. So well, good he... with ropes that they were stronger than dragons. Yeah. Well, he'd, he'd had one as a belt since he was an office, so he'd tied just got really good. <laughs> yeah, tied, tied around his waist. Yeah, the scale trade was high. That's yeah, why it bitter. grew up evil. It was bitter. Um, <laughs> Religion corrupts.
2: Well, I mean, interestingly, actually, the same monk, we had uh, little bits of just, just good dialogue Oh, I'll, I'll sneak ahead. Being the only, I think again we've mentioned this before. The only member of the party that couldn't see in the dark, wanting to sneak ahead, is the scout. at night. At yeah. night, with the burning torch.
0: <laughs> but you're going to die. You're so totally going to die.
2: Yeah, and, and actually, you know, this is a this is a really good good example of um, role play versus role play. Like, yeah, and the le versus ll because. In their mind, they went, but my bonus is high enough that it doesn't matter because I get this penalty for doing it with a light source and I, I yeah. don't, it doesn't matter. And some people go, yeah, cool, that's fine.
0: Yeah. Whereas we all went, no. But it's night time and you're running up the thing with a torch on fire. Yeah. yeah. Just, that doesn't work. Yeah. And, so, you know, maybe there was a, just a clash between those different styles of role-playing that. Yeah, yeah. Instance, but they're yeah. dead now, so it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, if you're listening. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, what I thought was, is there, is there any, just uh, two things to f- to finish us with then. Um, one thing, one thing I'd I'd consider as a DM and maybe as a player is, people will turn up to your table and they will sit in the same place. <laughs> Joe's smiling already.
2: I have a spot.
0: Yeah. And some people like, like, that's where I sit and it has to be that like yeah. that. Um, I, I don't care. And occasionally I will just go and sit in Joe's seat just to piss him off.
2: And that delays roleplay by 10 minutes until I convince you that it's going to bother me <laughs> if you sit in my seat because yeah,
0: that's where yeah. I sit and have done for um, years. So stop it. But what I found is that, especially if you've got like four, five, six of you around a table, yeah, yeah. it's easier to talk to the people that are next to you, especially yeah. if the DM's running through a conversation or working out some roles with someone else. And you end up getting, like, these weird, like, Joe's Joe's best Joe's character's best friend this session is the person that sat next to Joe. <laughs> Did, wait, you,
2: I don't know whether or not you've noticed this, but this is why I actually quite like sitting next to Colin. Yeah. Because Colin will either just do exactly what I say. Yeah. Or everything he can to ruin my fun.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so I, I don't generally get that, yeah, weird secret alliance with
0: Colin. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it can just be nice to mix up who sat where because the party in, in the game will be moving around. Well, they it, won't be next it, it to each other It was quite nice last way. session
2: having you you and me would be the characters that were mostly interacting because we brought this newfound friendship over murdering robots. Yes. Um, and But we were across the table from each other. Yeah. After going, we should sit together because we're sharing food.
0: Yeah. And sat opposite <laughs> sides yeah. of the table. Sharing food in real life as well as in the game. <laughs> yes.
2: Um, but... Yeah, yeah, I, I, it does, you do have this thing where it is easier just to sort of lean to the person next to you.
0: And go, <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah it's good. and actually, because we were talking across the table, being quite sort of dominant personalities in the chatting to people stakes, it meant everyone else kind of had to join in a yes. bit because we were involving them because we were talking not through them in a nasty way, but it was open. It wasn't a whispered thing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. leaning together. Yeah. Um, so it was an open thing for yeah. everyone to join in. So that that's something just to consider as well, is is just the physical location and of your players. Don't get
2: me wrong, but the little whispered secrets and conversations can be great. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. they can
2: add that thing in. Um, and if you are doing it in character and going, well, maybe, maybe they're wrong. Maybe we should murder the princess and yeah. still hat because it looks like it's worth a lot of money. Some people might hear that. Yeah. And go, they're trying to steal the princess's hat and sell it. We should murder them. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. And then fun in shoes. Yeah, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Or tears. Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. The last thing then. Have you got any tales of when party cohesion has gone bad? Yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: I have my favourite tale of bad party cohesion.
0: Which one's this? Have you told it before? The crying. The crying. The crying <laughs> one we have told before. But it's Colin's fault and it's funny. It is, yeah. I do think that the person involved did defriend me from Facebook shortly after that episode came out. I just wondered if you had any. Um, times it's not been good. I once. I there once,
2: was once this monk that wanted to sneak ahead with a torch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I once ran a Resident Evil based game. Okay. It was essentially. They were, we we're on a zombie kick. It was about oh, 13, 12, 13 years ago when zombies were like a. a big thing in cinema yeah Uh, because zombies are a bit passe now no bit but it was at the start of the zombie craze we'd all gone to see the remake of Dawn of the Dead yeah um the week before um we then all played a bit of like various zombie games because i think they just re-released gonna make make me sound really old i just picked up the re-release of resident evil on the gamecube where things could follow you through and you had to set them on fire okay the really awesome where they redid the game and made yeah, it yeah. made it better yeah and um yeah so we were like zombie kick and they were like oh can we play we're going to the pub mm. Can we role-play afterwards? Because this is the times when we'd role-play to seven yeah. o'clock in the morning. I was like, yeah, that's cool. Um, I'll take the basic scenario of Resident Evil. They're going to be agents looking for a missing agent. They're going to go into a house, but then I'll mess with it and I'll make it different. Yeah. And it'll yeah. reference the game, but it'll also reference some other stuff and it'll be fun. It'll just be a thing we do. Uh, that, that game... The, the, the character creation took longer than the game. Uh, <laughs> cool. The game ended with two of the characters, because the players were slightly drunk at this point, yeah. um, having a shootout, uh, one of them lying mortally wounded on the floor and then pulling a grenade and killing everyone in the party. <laughs> Wicked. I, How long
2: did that take?
0: Um, I'd like to say 70 minutes, maybe 80. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've played Resident Evil... Yeah, yeah. Um, you have the bit where they go through to the the banqueting room, and I did yeah. a little riff on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they started arguing because the zombie thing got shot, and one of them decided that that wasn't a zombie; they just shot a real person, and that's where the okay. fallout yeah. came from. And then you know the first corridor you go through, where the dog jumps through the window. Yeah. Uh, the dog never got to jump through the window. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that that was not good. Luckily, I—I mean, I'd made quite a lot. Of I'd spent an hour or two preparing yeah, it yeah. and a couple hours making characters with them, but I hadn't spent like a week or a month of my it, life it making spent, yeah. loads of stuff. Um, so you know, it was kind of fine. Uh, same group, another zombie-based game that we played later, which was a <laughs> modern-day one. Right. We um, we ended up we we played quite a few sessions. I was playing a um, a goth kid playing was he a goth was he a skater I was playing some no I was playing um, it was all flesh must be eaten and one of the character archetypes in that is the kid that works at the video store again showing my age um, (laughs) who knows everything about zombie movies right so uses that knowledge In the zombie thing. And he was also a skateboarder. So I used to skateboard around. One of the characters was a policeman. We went back to the police station. We made the police station into a fortress. We were rescuing people, collecting supplies, going out on missions from there. And we'd been playing for quite a while. And there was a huge zombie horde pressing up against the side of the police station. We had a canister of gas. Hmm. So I... Through the, we are on the roof looking down, Go, what do we do? Shit, they, they, you know, they might get in. They, they're starting to like almost pile up to where they're going to crawl onto the roof, <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So I chucked the canister of gas down in amongst them, hmm. being quite weedy. It didn't go very far. Kind of <laughs> rolled down the side of the thing. And then one of the other characters shot it, blowing a hole in the side of the police station, <laughs> letting in all the rest of the zombies. Everyone died, bar one NPC um, and the player characters, who were uh, sat in the back of the car... Um, as one of them drove him away, and the policeman character went mad at my at my character. And it's your fault you glad for killed her. He pulled a gun out and stuck it in my face. Mm. So I went, um, you know, something like like fuck you. It was an accident. You fucking you fucking murderer. You're gonna you know you're going to kill me over yeah you know, got really yeah, yeah, yeah. gobby uh, so he shot me in the face <laughs> killed my cat i mean gun in the face yeah, death yeah. um you know no need to roll to hit or anything like that died horribly <laughs> um the person driving went what the fuck crashed the car um and everyone crawled out of the wreckage and was consumed by zombies cool <laughs> And I think that, that kind of happened because <laughs> you know he shot my character in the face. I was quite yeah. annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that was a thing that happened. That kind of fell apart horribly. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> any more? Anyone more for any more?
1: Maybe I'll think of any to be honest. No. Nice. We've had moments yeah. where the campaign's kind of fallen apart because somebody's gone mad. Like the Cthulhu campaign, where Colin's character just completely lost it towards the end. We'd set up this quite intricate thing for not necessarily winning, but escaping, surviving the the, the, the problems, the, the yeah. Problem, the problem, yeah, bit. and just because of an unlucky role, rather than bad party cohesion or anything like that, kind of yeah. went mad and murdered everything that was in front of him, including all the other, other cat. Yeah.
0: yeah. Members of the party, but that was quite a funny ending. And so it's, it's kind of the game, really, isn't it? Yeah, Rather it is. than
2: yeah, yeah. I, I, he clubbed
0: I... he clubbed twenty Cthulhu cultists to death with an ashtray. Yeah, yeah. Because they were enraptured by the sights they saw, which meant he clubbed them to death from behind without them noticing. To Tried to get to the front, and then saw the sights by which they were enraptured and went even more mad. <laughs> but it was a good day. Really well. It's good. <laughs> down the
2: stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I think it's one of the key things. If you've got a good group of people that don't take yeah. it too seriously and that understand, I guess, I guess in a way, it all comes, it can, it's all kind of circular. It comes back to making a good party.
0: Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you've
2: got a party and you're not introducing people that are just going to be pains in the ass with it. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, you could you could make a load of characters that all massively clash if you really enjoy that conflict. As long yeah. as there's something to throw to keep you together as a group. Yeah, you know, you think like the Dirty Dozen or um, the Hateful Eight or, yeah. or that kind of thing, where you've got these characters that don't like each other, but, but they've got to get on for yeah, some yeah. whatever reason. here. and they might have a secret thing where they want to kill the rabbit with his own machete, yeah. but that's that's fine. <laughs> that's life. I did read somebody.
1: Well, we're talking about a good campaign they run, where all the characters are kind of grow up in the village together, and they had this big overarching thing they need to do. No, they're all playing goblins. That was it. Mm. We and did Lola, that. Yeah, they all both Lola. of those actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're playing low level goblins in a DD campaign, so they all had to work together to be able to actually do anything, some shit. Yeah. They to yeah, yeah. Or the orcs and, or needed to defeat the trolls that were attacking at yeah. the time. But each of them had a little secret objective to try and win over their little individual de- devil that was talking to them. Okay. So they needed to work together enough but still fuck each other over. So yeah. they were the
0: best at being. We do together. love semi cooperative board games. Yes. Such as Dead of Winter and New Angeles yeah. and uh, other such similar things. Yeah. yeah so uh, that was episode 61 we'd like you to to get in contact leave a leave a message or you can email us at critical at gmail.com um, and let us know about your parties let us know about uh, the games you've played and the characters that you've really enjoyed and if you've got any novel ways of tying characters together mm. uh, novel ways of kickstarting that campaign or bringing in someone new Uh, let us know because I'm always after more things I can steal and use in my games to make them better. And if they're really good, we'll mention them on a future podcast Mm. and and give you a shout out. Yeah. Uh, If you have enjoyed what we've, uh, what we've done, uh, this is the third episode. There are two more that you may not have heard. Yeah. One on building player characters and one on running the game, the nuts and bolts of how to get a game running and get a game moving. Um, You can, if you really, really like us and you want to be our friends, you can subscribe. Uh, you can like this video or podcast, wherever you have found it. Uh, and you can come and visit us at criticaltwits.com. Ooh. You can also tweet at us. We are at critical underscore twits. And you can find us on Facebook as well with a quick search, because um, we, we tend to be quite chatty on Facebook recently. Yeah, Joe posts a lot of board gaming memes that I don't understand because I'm old.
2: <laughs> By a lot, I think with it's maybe one. been one,
0: yeah. one. Maybe two. That feels like a lot to me um, well, it's new to the internet I, I don't like not knowing things but I also don't like finding out <laughs> it seems like effort it's a nice little bubble you live in isn't it? I'm a grumpy old man yes. who's still only 32 yeah yeah I'm gonna get to 65 discover peace love and happiness and just die full of regret <laughs> on that lovely note thank you very much for listening I've been Brian Ennis I've been Aaron Ritsky. and I've been Joe
2: Lynn. <laughs> I got you yeah. no no it's fine
0: because he now feels the need to jump in really quickly you're going to give that him the podcast it. equivalent of premature ejaculation <laughs>
2: <laughs> just, just, just you wait I'll wait I'll wait for three episodes and then yeah. jump in in front of you we'll
0: see how you like it oh my god that that's giving me conniptions <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah on that note then thank you very much uh, for listening um, there's one of these every week on various board gaming and tabletop uh, gaming matters and there is a specific RPG focus one about once a month ish yeah yeah if we don't do one of these we will be doing some kind of live let's play or something similar yeah so thank you very much until next time goodbye bye beat you that time dickhead <laughs> say so best to last see you later guys I oh, no, that. That's uh, certainly no. creepy as fuck. Keep <laughs> that in, that's amazing. Yep. Uh, Aaron, um, give me your ther- your best memory related to the number 61.
1: I know nothing of the number 61 i have no memories of it it's not a number that exists
2: I, if
0: you can come up with something you can beat aaron at the point i
2: enjoyed every memory memory i had before the number 61 became such a big deal
0: yeah were you were you into 61 before it was cool no still Are you? not even though it's <laughs> apparently cool you're not og 61 <laughs> no no but cool <laughs> you look so confused. We need, to, we need to bottle your confusion and sell it. That's what fascists do. They get into <coughs> power and then they're like, fuck you. Yeah. They don't yeah. remain accountable. Charge the fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I did realise that, like, maybe I've babied you too much. I should have just let you go to I should have let you fly. They release you. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's been a hard day. You know how tired I get on a Friday? Yeah. I've got that and it's Monday. Cool. God, Friday's going to be awful. <laughs> no, I might get my cock out. I might be a sexy cat. Friday's looking good again. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, should I yeah, click stop? One.